When God gives you a commandment, he means it. And when he tells you to wait, you need to wait. Let's talk about that. Hi, I'm Josh. Welcome to Honestly Radio. Waiting is an essential part of life. There are some things that just can't be rushed. In fact, it's estimated you will spend almost five years of your life waiting. About six months of that will be just waiting at traffic lights. The older we get, we begin to understand there is purpose in waiting. Things take time. When you're younger, though, it's pretty difficult. I can't count the number of times as a boy that I scalded my tongue or the roof of my mouth when my mom warned me, careful, your food is very hot, let it cool down for a few minutes. I would typically respond with, I'm hungry, shove the scalding hot pizza into my mouth, obliterating all my taste buds for a solid week in one swift motion. As I got older, I slowly began to listen to the wisdom of my parents and the memory of a devastated mouth, where I learned the value in waiting for the right time to do something. That the warning of my mother was for very good reason, and if I would just listen and hold tight, trust the process, the delicious food would still be there, and I would actually get to taste it. Our waiting doesn't have to be wasted time. Often, it produces something very valuable within us. This was meant to be the case for a newly elected king named Saul was facing a massive battle, losing troops, and was asked to wait on God's prophet to offer sacrifices to the Lord before doing anything. We pick it up in 1 Samuel chapter 13, verse 7. Some of them, the troops, crossed the Jordan River and escaped into the land of Gad and Gilead. Meanwhile, Saul stayed at Gilgal and his men were trembling with fear. Saul waited there seven days for Samuel as Samuel had instructed him earlier, but Samuel still didn't come. Saul realized that his troops were rapidly slipping away, so he demanded, bring me the burnt offering and the peace offerings. Saul demonstrates so well the attitude we can have when God is asking us to wait. So often, we can view waiting as almost cruel, the unsaid thought of, why is the Lord withholding his blessing? Why not right away? Why not right now? And I admit, I have been guilty of this before. And it reveals our complete misunderstanding of the blessing within the blessing. God is not passively withholding by asking you to wait. He desires to actively add something to you. He wants to build your faith, establish your character, and grow in relationship with you. Jesus deeply cares about all of you. He wants to bless all of you. And so often, the miraculous work of the Lord is performed in a process, a journey, or a time of waiting. And what God asks Saul to do, or what he asks us to do, is not beyond us. He is asking us to wait on him, and it reveals what we truly believe and in whom we place our trust. Waiting is an invitation to draw closer to Christ, to practice our obedience to God by drawing close to Him and exercising our faith even when it's hard. There's so many times where my kids ask for something, and rather than just give it to them, it begins a process by which I can bless them. It's not immediate fulfillment. 
My son Noah really wanted to learn how to kayak. He wanted his own boat. And what kind of dad would I be if I just gave it to him, plopped him by the river and said, go nuts, kid. No, it began with me teaching him how to kayak, how to be safe, the techniques, riding in my kayak for many, many trips. And now it involves his own kayak being tethered to mine until one day he'll be able to go off on his own. The process is meant to bless him with more than he even thought to ask, to develop something within him and draw closer together as father and son. And God works like that in our lives. More than that, since Jesus is perfect and goodness personified, he loves us, teaches us, and blesses us like no earthly parent ever could. So waiting is not withholding, even if it feels that way sometimes. And if we trust the Lord and move forward in faith and obedience, we will experience more of God's goodness than we ever thought to ask for. But if we choose to ignore God and put more faith in ourselves than the Lord, it will end in disaster. It will be less than a shadow of what it could have been. A tragic end to a beautiful promise. And unfortunately, that's what happens here. Saul took his eyes off of God's plan and moved forward, not in faith, but in anxiety and fear. Verse 9 says, And Saul sacrificed the burnt offering himself, and in doing so, revealed his true heart. Saul wanted all the power to not only rule as king, but as a priest. And there is only one who is worthy of that position, and his name is Jesus. The Bible says, just as Saul was finishing with the burnt offering, Samuel arrived. Saul went out to meet and welcome him, but Samuel said, what is this that you have done? One of the worst things we can do during difficult times when God has given us a clear direction is to take our eyes off of Jesus and make decisions based on what we feel or sometimes even what we think. We have such a limited view, and Christ's view is eternal. He sees everything. The most foolish thing we can do is trust ourselves over the Lord. And that's what Saul did. We see this in his explanation to Samuel. Verse 12, Saul replied, I said the Philistines are ready to march against us at Gilgal, and I haven't even asked for the Lord's help. So I felt compelled to offer the burnt offering myself before you came. Saul tries to justify his disobedience by highlighting what outwardly sounds like good things. But the reality is, Saul did what Saul wanted and not what God wanted. How foolish, Samuel exclaimed. You have not kept the command the Lord your God gave you. Had you kept it, the Lord would have established your kingdom over Israel forever. But now your kingdom must end, for the Lord has sought out a man after his own heart. A tragic result from a beautiful promise. All because Saul refused to wait and trust God more than himself. What is God asking you to wait for? What process has the Lord initiated in your life? What would happen if you chose daily to move forward in faith and not fear? And what might you miss out on if you operate in your feelings instead of the commands of Christ?
What happened with Saul was not a surprise. Samuel had told him and the nation of Israel what would take place just one chapter before. But be sure to fear the Lord and faithfully serve him. Think of all the wonderful things he has done for you. But if you continue to sin, you and your king will be swept away. 1 Samuel chapter 12, verse 24. Jesus is either the foundation we build our lives upon, or he is the stone we stumble and fall over. He can either raise us up to new heights or bring us down in our pride and selfishness. Peter said it like this in chapter 2 of his first letter. He addresses those who make Christ the cornerstone of their lives. You are a chosen people. You are royal priest, a holy nation, God's very own possession. As a result, you can show others the goodness of God, for he called you out of the darkness into his wonderful light. If you want to show the light of Christ in your life, then you need to wait. Allow Jesus to do only what he can do, not only for your blessing, but so that his name can be glorified in your life, so that you can be a wonderful illustration of his mercy, grace, and love. Regardless of how things look or how you feel, no matter what troubles you face, make Jesus the foundation for your life. This is the encouragement God wants you to hear. Don't be afraid. Have faith. You need to wait. Thank you for joining us on the podcast. Now is a great time to explore God's word yourself by reading 1 Samuel chapter 12 and chapter 13 on your own. If you need a Bible, just tap on the link in the Honestly Radio Instagram or Facebook page. We have free resources for you, as well as ways to connect and download the podcast. I want to encourage you to seek God daily through prayer, the Bible, and through attendance and service at a local church. Allow Christ to begin building your faith. Thank you for joining us on Honestly Radio. Remember, live honestly, be blessed. We'll see you next time.